you have a pet dog or a pet cat? Maybe some of you even have a dog and a cat. And if so, you might have noticed that now and then our pets can become a little jealous if we're giving attention to one of them more than another. And of course, the same can happen with humans. Sometimes we can feel a little jealous if mum or dad is giving all their attention to another child instead of us. Hello everyone, I'm Kathleen Pelly. Welcome to Journey with Story. Today's story is an original tale written by me that was published a while ago in Hopscotch magazine. And it's all about a stray dog who is adopted by a girl but then feels very jealous when he has to share her with another stray animal. Let's take a journey with Moses. He was a scrawny dog with coarse fur, the colour of dried up mustard. His eyes were neither brown nor grey, but somewhere in between, and they had the dull, haunted stare of a creature who is both homeless and nameless. Once the stray had lived in a home of sorts with a crusty old man with a quick temper and sharp, hobnailed boots. Other dogs lived there too, big black brutes with wild eyes and fierce snapping jaws. It was there in that ramshackle hut by the side of the old railway line that the stray first learned about cold and hunger, fear and hopelessness. He was barely a year old the day that he found the hole in the fence and wriggled his way to freedom, making his home on the city streets and foraging for food in dumpsters. One day, after he'd been chased by an angry storekeeper for stealing a lump of ham, the stray leapt onto the back of a moving truck. When it stopped, he found himself in a different part of the city. The air smelled clean and fresh. A river flowed underneath a bridge, and tree shadows flickered over soft, springy grass. It was here that the stray saw the girl for the first time. Hello, boy, she said. Why do you look so scared and sad? The stray growled low and deep in the back of his throat and bared his teeth in warning. But there was no smell of fear from the girl, and it puzzled him. Bending down low, the girl stretched out her hand toward him. Don't be afraid, she murmured. I won't hurt you. And her voice was soft like raindrops. The stray growled again. Then he turned and ran back to his side of the city, to the streets that were filled with the stench of trash and exhaust fumes. But the next day he found his way back to the same spot, and the girl was there too, waiting for him. Every day for a week he met the girl. Sometimes she brought him food, hard, crunchy biscuits or tender pieces of chicken. Sometimes the stray let the girl come close, and once... He even let her stroke the fur on the back of his neck. It was then that something inside of him melted and a warm glow oozed out all over him. The next day there was a woman with the girl. Together they tied something hard and stiff around his neck and fastened him to the end of a long leash. He'll be fine once he's had a bath and some food, the girl said. All he really needs is someone to love. I'm going to call you... Moses, she told him. I know I didn't find you in the river, but it was near there, and I think I did rescue you from something. 
So now the stray had a name and a home and someone to love. Everywhere the girl went, Moses followed. When she went to school, Moses lay outside the house with his head squashed between his paws. He waited there with the sunlight spilling over him and the sound of the river trickling in his ears. At night, he lay at the foot of her bed and fell asleep, wrapped up in the scent of his girl. One day, the girl came home from school, clutching a squirming bundle of grey fur. She rushed past Moses without hugging or petting him the way she usually did. Look, Mum, she cried. Mrs Saunders' cat had kittens. She said I could keep this one. It's so small and scraggly, no one wanted her. The woman laughed. Oh, you and your waifs. What's Moses going to think about this? Oh, Moses won't mind, the girl said, bending down to scratch Moses behind his ears. But Moses did mind. Because now, everywhere the girl went, the kitten went too. At night, it slept in her bed, curled up in the crook of her arm, and Moses had to fall asleep with the smell of kitten tugging at his nostrils. That warm glow inside of him froze and hardened into an icy prickle of fear. One day, when the girl was at school and the woman was weeding in the yard, Moses slunk upstairs to the girl's bedroom, scooped the kitten off the bed and padded downstairs. The woman never noticed him as he trotted down the path and out the front gate with the kitten dangling from his mouth. Moses knew exactly where to take the kitten. Then he would have his girl all to himself again. The hole in the fence was still there when Moses reached the ramshackle hut by the railway line. He scrambled through the opening and dropped the kitten underneath a bush at the bottom of the yard. As he turned to leave, three black dogs charged toward them. Moses felt a streak of fur brush underneath his belly. Looking down, he saw the kitten cowering there, meowing pitifully. Suddenly, Moses understood. The kitten thought that he was her friend. She thought that he would protect her. The dogs were almost on them now. With one swift movement, Moses tossed the kitten behind him. Then he turned to face the vicious brutes. Snarling and growling, the three dogs pounced on him. One of them dug deep into the flesh behind his ear. Months of living in a home had made Moses soft, and he would have been finished for sure if the old man hadn't come running out, clutching a long hose. Get out of here, you mangy beast, he yelled as he sprayed a jet of icy water at the tangle of teeth and fur and tails. The dogs loosened their hold on Moses and backed off. Moses grabbed the kitten and scrambled through the fence. The girl was waiting for him as he limped up the path, with the kitten dangling from his mouth. Moses! she cried. You found Smokey! What a good boy! Gently Moses dropped the kitten at the girl's feet and flopped down on the grass. Poor old Moses, it looks as if he's been in the wars, said the girl's mother, staring at Moses's torn ear. I think he's been in a fight to save Smokey, the girl said. The girl, the dog and the kitten sat on the front lawn. Moses laid his head in the girl's lap as she bathed his torn ear. He felt her breath warm against his fur. He heard the kitten purring as she snuggled up beneath his chest and that warm glow came flooding out all over him. 
Then Moses closed his eyes and fell asleep with the smell of girl and kitten all mingling into one. So, in case you're wondering about why the girl called the stray Moses, it's because of that Bible story that some of you may already know. In order to save his life, Moses' mother placed him as a little baby inside a basket that floated down the River Nile, where he was later found and adopted by the Egyptian pharaoh's daughter. Names are very important when writing a story. Usually writers will spend a lot of time coming up with just the right name for a character Just the same as your parents probably spent a lot of time choosing your name. Did your parents name you after someone in the family or maybe they chose your name because of where or when you were born? Do you know the meaning of your name? If not, why don't you find out and then let me know so others can share a little background about their name and what it means. Thanks to all of you who have been sending me your pictures and if today's story painted some more pictures in your mind, Do send them to me so that we can share with others. Cheerio then. Join me next time for Journey with Story.